The A Show. Where smart is the new sexy. And now, April Hunter. Good evening, all you sexy, smart, and clever people. Welcome to the A Show and happy freaking new year. I'm joined with, once again, my sick co-host, <laughs> Big Ray Hernandez, who just can't seem to kick this cold. Fucking sucks, man. It's like every other week <laughs> I keep getting sick. I don't, I don't know why. Oh, I'm hearing this a lot. You were telling me, you were telling me it was what, like something. I was, I was, I was, I was saying that they should check into the possibility that it could be RSV. CBS, so, right? Yeah, well, you know, I don't know. You got to talk yeah, to me, tell me what's going on. But I think they have an RSV guys, right on the corner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Did so, you guys miss us? We missed you. So happy yeah. New Year! And you know what? I hate. I, I, I have a love hate thing with New Year. Like I don't really believe. You know, from years and years of school and then being a Kabbalist, like New Year to me is in September. But realistically, we should be on a calendar of 13 months. Uh -huh. And, you know, with, with November being the 11th month and D's December being the 10th month, January 11th, uh, February 12th month and March the 13th month, New Year's, New Year should be April 1st, the spring. Uh -huh. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what it was originally meant for, right? But, um, hold on, Ben, ben Rob. Uh, hopefully, if uh, I have enough strength, I'll be giving Jen some vitamin D tonight. <laughs> yes, high dose vitamin D and sovereign silver that helps a lot. Lots high, high, high dose vitamin D. I have silver, I'm wearing it. I got one, I got it on. That's silver. Well, silver's good for you. <laughs> Ali's saying vitamin D's nuts. Ben, ah. Rob, Alex, Big Wig, uh, Chuck, hello, hola, Chowney Man, hello. Um, who else is here with us? Winona, hey. So I've seen I've seen you guys popping in here. Cool, awesome <laughs> dude. Oh, cheering. We got some titties for some biddies. Oh, yeah, yeah so throw your biddies and you'll get some titties. Red Sunny, hi, welcome, welcome. So tonight we have uh, lots to talk about. I don't know if we'll get it all in. Oof, so much, That's so much. Hey, give but, me um, <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, the newbies and the gym rules, and that applies to people who have been there for years, too. So yeah. Gam Woofers, hey, yo. Um, we're going to talk about so some of the gym etiquette that is uh, common sense and maybe not such common sense. And hello, Eva, welcome, welcome. Hey. We're going to talk about... Have women's rights and feminism taken it a little too far? Um, yes. A bunch of us during the holidays had a discussion about this, and you might be interested or, or surprised uh, what the consensus was. We're going to talk about uh, a comment that Cameron Diaz says, that, uh, something we should normalize. Um, let's see, what else are we going to talk about? Some of the under-the-radar things going on right now that you are probably not caught up on the mainstream media is not filling you in on word up and um and a couple other things in between there so where would you like to start right i want to start asking you how it was like so you said oh, i'm not too happy about new year's and stuff so what, what did you do for new year's no my new year's is great my holidays were great i i, I literally i took time off i stayed nice. oh, sorry i didn't mean to hit that there right. i stayed Go off screens for the most part you know once i got through my 12 day of christmas 12 days of christmas countdown i was just like see ya yeah. so i i ignored the screens i ignored the emails well i'm not good with email anyway i ignored social media you, you saw very minimal 
minimal, minimal posting from me. And I was really happy with it. So I needed that. I almost, I really almost want to take the rest of the week off and go back when the kids go to school kind of thing. Like, I just feel that's, that's necessary. Don't get me wrong. I love this show. I was happy about this, but I just sure. don't want to deal with other things. But unfortunately I have to now. I did something similar to you. I don't know if you know, I maybe posted maybe twice or maybe, yeah. maybe like, like three pictures and since mm-hmm. Christmas all the way up to, I wanted to stay off my phone. Yo, can I yes. tell you what I did for Christmas? Tell me what you did. Real quick. Uh, it was crazy. So I got out of the work Christmas Eve around midnight, right? I got home at 1 a.m. Okay. I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. Here we go. Get home at 1 a.m. Me and Jen had our Christmas from, from 1 a.m. after, you know, after I showered three one thirty. So, Three, we go to bed at three thirty. Wake up at nine to go to my mom's at ten. Mm-hmm. We get there Christmas morning at ten. We stay there till four. Jump in the Uber after we leave from there. We had a little something to eat, and then we go to her cousin's house. We're there until shit. We're there until one thirty in the morning. Oh, then um, we go to bed again at three thirty. I was up at five a.m. to be at work the next day at seven. Mm-hmm. That was my Christmas. It was fucking insane. New Year's, yeah. same thing. Yeah. New Year's was New Year's was fun for me. Um, I met a whole bunch of family in Christmas and New Year's on Jen's side that I had never met before. And, and they loved uh, you, right? Yeah. You know, you're probably gonna say, Oh, he's just no, they fucking loved me. Her uncle loved me. Her aunt just kept kissing. <laughs> you know, something over. in my throat. It's caught. Oh. Told you so. <laughs> oh, shut up. I thought you were oh, gonna throw up a little me. bit. I'm sorry. There was a, there was a, hold you so caught. Ah, stop it. But it was wow, nice. That was there twice. Oh it my God. Nice. How dare you? Uh, holy Not shit. There. I have no energy. Um, but it was fun. It was nice. Um, like I said, Jen's aunt was all over hugging, kissing me all over her. I met, uh, I guess her cousin, a little cousin, teenage kid. He's about 17 years old. He's a track, he's a track runner, honor student. Um, and his name is Aiden, my son's name. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to introduce those two. So it was nice, man. I'm just, uh, I just can't kick this, this fucking, uh, this, what is it? Eight? What did you say it was? Um, I said, I thought maybe you should look into RSV. Oh, RSV. Right. Yeah. That seems to be a thing that they're, um, that's the narrative they're pushing right now. So war demon. And they're, Hey, what's up, Chris? And I think that, you know, when they're pushing a narrative, that's the, uh, that's the, that's the MO that they're pushing around on us. So that's what they're spreading. So it was interesting that Dr. Uh, v, uh, Greet Vandergroot came out and said that, yes, all the vaccines and the boosters and everything uh, are prolonging the virus. What that's a going rib. on. What yeah. a fucking rib, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a new designer sickness this season. Exactly, Ben Rob. So, um, and if people keep getting jabbed for these things, it just prolongs it because what happens is they just create new mutant versions of it instead of just right. letting it die out. Just let it, it die out. Don't it he literally said this doctor said, and he's a, a virologist. He said, stop getting shots for these things. So stop. stop. <laughs> stop. I, li- stop. I literally have residents in the building I work in. They're on their ninth, their 10th booster and they keep getting sick. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I tell you, I don't think I have COVID. I have probably, you know, I have tiger's blood. I told you that I can't get, I can't get COVID. It's impossible. COVID's scared of me. COVID so, fears you. Fuck COVID. <laughs> fuck COVID. So, so we have, we have, we have a ton of, uh, this time of year, a lot of, a lot of new people in the gym, a lot of new year's <sighs> resolutionists and on your best day in a gym, you're still going to have people. And thank you. Happy new year's day. New year's to you guys too. 
on your best day, you're going to have um, people in there who kind of have no clue, you know, and we all started from somewhere. And by the way, welcome Wolf, welcome everybody joining us late. We all started somewhere. Nobody walked in the gym knowing what they're supposed to know, awesome. looking the way they wanted to look. Everybody started the same way. So most of us, and I, by most of us, I mean like 99.9% .9 of us remember exactly what that felt like. It was scary. It was intimidating. It was, um, you felt like everybody was staring at you and maybe talking about you. You felt very self-conscious. And I can tell you that the majority of the time, nearly everyone that's in a gym does not do that to anybody walking in. When you do have those small, slim cases of people who are nasty, um, hurt people who try and hurt people. But for the most part, no one is judging other people and they remember exactly what it was like to walk into a gym. And most people are congratulating people for coming in there. Like, Hey, you're in cool. That's awesome. You're doing something good for yourself. This is, you know, going to the gym, like working out and getting an education. These are two things you can do for yourself that enhance you. They're for you. No one can take them away from you. You're investing yeah. in yourself. So that said, there are things that um, piss people off who understand gym etiquette. These are basic, basic things that a lot of people who are in there and new don't understand how rude they are being. So we did a, we did a poll. I mean, I've written this article and published this article for years on the the gym commandments. While you're talking, but, I'm just going to show a video of certain people um, using the gym uh, improperly. Okay? You cool with so, that? I mean, no, there's, no there's things that are obvious, you know, obviously, you know, <laughs> and there's things that are less obvious, like people who stand right in front of the rack of weights, lifting the weights, thus blocking all the weights for everybody, or somebody who steps right in front of somebody else who was already there. Oh my God. What's going what on? What is that? Somebody's doing so, a, like some. I guess dancing, so. They're dancing in front of the mirror at the doing gym. A TikTok video. Anyway, um, there you have oh. somebody working out on a piece of equipment already checking their form in the mirror. This somebody is you else old, by the way. Oh, yeah. Huh? This is you when you get old. Oh yeah, totally. She's getting two birds stoned at once. Yeah. She's knit, knitting and and doing something with her legs. Wow. <laughs> this is, this is, if you guys are watching this instead of listening to this, you're in birch treat here. Yeah, this is this is insane. I mean, and, but yeah. I've seen stupid shit like this. Look at look at this dumb asshole. Watch look at this guy. Watch this guy. Yeah. So so you know, you get these you get these people in there that are trying to lift the every single plate in there and their their form is tragic and they're slamming the weights down. Don't oh, do that. Don't, don't slam do that. The if you down. can't lift it, lower the weight. And you, of course, you get in people that think their mom lives there. So they take all the weights and they don't put them back. There's nothing worse than coming up on the leg press machine and seeing five and six plates. And, you know, you're nurturing a, a formerly sprained wrist and you don't want to deal with it, but you'd really like to do legs that day. Don't sure. be that person. So we, we did, I have my basic commandments. And then we took um, a poll of everybody to ask what irritates the hell out of them. So those of you on our chat, I see Ben Rob has added some things already. Um, if you have irritations about people in the gym, please add your two cents. Cause we want to know what irritates you and we will add them into this discussion as well. So April, what's this exercise called right here? I don't know. Kicking the dog. I call that kicking the dog. I don't know. 
Anyhow. <laughs> um, so gym etiquette is not just wiping things down. That's that's so far down on the list. Like back in the day, old school, nobody wiped anything down and nobody no. really caught anything. This whole wiping thing down is relatively new. And I'm not sure it actually does anything anyway. It's just like one of those uh, virtue signaling things. So real gym etiquette includes, I mean, if you're sweating all over everything, yeah, wipe it down. Yeah. But real gym et- etiquette, this is real gym etiquette. If you use the free weights, put them back. In the right order. Put them back where they belong. Yeah. If you can take them out, you can put them away. Your mother does not work there. So not yet. not yet. Ask to work in on a machine. Just do not just jump on equipment, especially if there's a water bottle there, a bag, a phone, towel, keys, or person anywhere near the item you wish to use. Someone could be supersetting. It is extremely rude not to ask first. And that is considered a huge no-no. And this also extends to somebody who is on a machine, but also has dumbbells with them. I'm hearing about this a lot. People will go over and just take their dumbbells while they're doing the machine saying, well, you're not using them. No, get the fuck out of here. There are people who do the machine and then pick up the dumbbells and then do the machine and pick up the dumbbells. This is called super setting. There's also German giant sets. This is a way of working out that a lot of new people do not understand. Do not touch their stuff. Ask first. And then if they say they're using them, do not give them a hard time. They're using them. Find something else to work with. I like this one. Marvelous Wolf says, uh, what irritates me is when idiots are just standing in front of the weights and talking, not lifting or exercises. Or oh, uh, we're getting that one. We're getting that one. Yeah, that, that's, that's one too. Okay, we'll just actually cover that now. So, because when I wrote this, the whole uh, zombies on phones thing wasn't such a uh, such, so prevalent. Mm. But what I'm seeing, I, what I'm seeing right now, is people having no uh, spatial awareness, no awareness of what's around them. So, I'll be at the gym, and these guys are on cables, even though they're working out together. They're sitting there staring at the phones, and I'm grabbing the weight, and I'm trying to come back, and I can't get by them because they're standing there staring at the phone. And then this guy over here is staring at the phone. I remember I walked up to the guy. I'm like, Jesus Christ, move! So you're at the gym. You're there to work out. Stop staring at your phone. Like you're here for an hour to 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 work out. Right? Can you can you dislodge your face from a phone for just an hour? Yeah. Like seriously. So not just that you're, you're in everybody's way. So it, it's like, just put your phone down, put your fucking 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 phone down and know what's around you. Because this group of people here that do this was so would be so easy to rob. You don't even have to do anything. You just rob them. They don't even, they wouldn't even know what happens. These are the ones falling down the train tracks, falling off the sidewalks. That's it's, it's shocking how unaware they are. So yeah, be aware of what's around you. Somebody was telling me the other day that they had somebody back into them. The guy was on the phone. He literally backed into somebody while they're doing lap pull downs and hit him in the, with his ass. Not cool. <laughs> I, I would punch yeah. him, him right in the dick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Another, another, one of my, one of my female friends said that she watched some dude go up to a girl who was working on a machine and he, tried to take her 15 pound weights and she said she was using them. And then he said, but you're not using them. And she said, but I am, I'm, I'm doing this and this. And he's like, but you're not using them. I want these. So he fought with her over 15 pound weights. So she's finally like, just take the weights. Really? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, just take them and get away from me. So <laughs> what a piece of, what a piece. Yeah. Of I'd have, I'd have fought him to the death over that out of principle. What'd you have? Hmm. 
Would you have though? Yeah, I would. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chuck goes. The only time I look at my phone in the gym is when I'm selecting my playlist. Exactly. Yeah, I don't really like like when I um when I've been to the gym. When I go to the gym, I actually uh, I do the same. Like uh, I'll use my phone, but it's just like if I'm on a treadmill, I'll watch something like watching a movie or oh yeah, on the treadmill that's different. You're on right. cardio. Go watch a Netflix movie. That's what you're trying to. That's completely different. Okay. Talking about weights. Sure. So gym etiquette number three or four. Do not sit on equipment between sets. Do not, again, do not sit on equipment while you're on your phone. There you go. That was that. Gym etiquette number four. Do not lift dumbbells at the rack, thus blocking everyone else. Common sense. Step back. Way back. Way back. Gym etiquette number five. Try to avoid working out directly in front of someone who's already using the mirror. It's called checking form. Form is more important than weight when working out. So it's not what you lift, it's how you lift and do it. So having good form matters more than the actual weight you're lifting. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> that's, why they say, numbers, that's why they say you don't really have to go super heavy to build muscle. No. You can just do higher rep repetitions until you, uh, it's, it's about getting to that point of uh, ultimate fatigue. Yeah. You can't push yeah. anymore, and then your your muscles have to uh, rebuild themselves. You know, they, right? Mm -hmm. so, Burnout. And by the yeah. way, you can do that with heavy heavy lifting or light light lifting with a lot of reps. As long as you go to failure, yeah, failure. That's what's called. Yeah, exactly. Ben Rob. Go, ben Rob. go to failure, and here's why: Oops. when you lift to failure, it means you've torn the muscle down. So when you tear the muscle down, you can't do another rep. Yeah. That means when you are resting, it's building back up, but it's building back up stronger than before. So if you have, if say if you're working out at home and you only have a small weight set, you can still get um, pretty beneficial workout as long as you go to failure. Excellent. So you don't always have to go and lift the heaviest, you know, crazy amount. Yeah. <clears throat> gym etiquette number six did i already mention re-racking your weights yes and putting them <laughs> back to where they belong we mentioned it we mentioned it twice in this article yes um gym etiquette number seven too much cologne too much perfume you smell like cigarettes just don't sting don't sting right. all right so being on a packed treadmill which is you know next to somebody who's who smells just too much cologne or like they had seven thousand uh, beers the night before or too much perfume sprayed or like a, they smoke seven packs of cigarettes. Just no, it's gross. That's hot. Um, gym etiquette number eight, obviously wipe down the equipment consciously. Women do not want to sit on a wet seat full of chemicals. Why not? So why it's not, not healthy for us. Oh, so if we're not, we're not catching anything through the seat. So what you're wiping down is the areas where our hands touch, really. And the headrest. I hate that. Yeah, when you yeah headrest, too. Yeah. A lot of them miss the headrest and start wiping the seats. It's like, what are you doing? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The headrest so is the wiping, worst. Yeah, wipe, wipe the handles, wipe the sweaty backs, wipe the headrests. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I've been I've been working. I've been in gym since I was 19, which is obviously two years now. So <laughs> no, I've, been, I've been in gyms for... Yeet. Yeah, yeet. <laughs> I've been in gyms for a long time back. Like, like I said, nobody, nobody ever wiped anything down right. and nobody caught anything, but you also don't want, um, 
a bunch of like greasy uh, hair gel on on the bench either. It's just yucky. That's like the soul glow. Remember the soul yeah. glow from the movie? Yes. The Jerry Curl yes. juice just left yes. all over the. Uh, yeah, you don't want yeah. that. God, I'm, I'm uh, sorry, April, if I'm so low. I'm so low energy right now. I apologize. Okay, my, my passion and my anger is making up for it. Okay, so then you're going to have to make up for it, homie. <laughs> but, oh, there it is. Um. Oh, and Colin, hi. Yowie, wowie. Sorry. Colin says he sent Ray the Epstein client list court document. Oh, I'd love to see that. Oh, you did? Yeah, I'd love Hold to on. see that. I'll take a look. Let, at let's it. take a look at that, too. So, Oh, and thank you for my Corgos. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Genetic at number nine, do not judge others' workouts. Um, do not judge other people in general, but do not judge other workouts. They could be working around an injury, a disability, or simply just doing the best they could. They could be exhausted. So you don't know if they're dealing with a sprain, a strain. Mm -hmm. They could be coming off of COVID and trying to work back up. So don't judge somebody else's workout. <clears throat> Genetic at number 10, do not judge fit people as vain or heavy people as lazy. We're all in there for the same reason. Everybody wants to get healthier, better ourselves, and have a nice hard ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like a nice hard ass. Yeah, just don't judge anybody. We're all there for the reason, same reason. I don't, I don't see the so, client list here. I just see a whole bunch of questions and shit. Hmm. What did you send me, Colin? No, I don't want to fucking join Pornhub. What is this? <laughs> So, did you guys put anything in there that I could uh, that I can borrow from with your with your uh, your irritations? Are you oh, reading anything there? Who me? Yeah, are you reading anything that they've written? I'm trying. I'm trying to read what the hell Colin gave me with with, with this client list. Okay, well, I've got some other comments that people added too. Um, Jamie, the Jamie had written, uh, for me, self-righteousness and shaming people who are just getting started. Um, which I personally haven't seen in the 30 years I've been working out in nearly, I, I think almost every state and lots of countries, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I was running around today okay. in a trampoline park and I'm thinking a little bit after that. Um, but I haven't seen any shaming of anybody and most of my friends have never seen it either, but, um, I understand it does occasionally happen. And if you've ever dealt with that, you know, I'm, I'm sorry. That's just unacceptable. If you've ever shamed somebody, you're an asshole. You really are. Do you, do you like the, I forgot the guy's name, that guy, um, that guy that, that he has a YouTube channel that he shames the shamers. No, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this guy? Mm -mm. That he he picks out because they have all these um these influencers that go on, go to gyms. Is this what what you're talking about? And they make fun of the, of people um staring like like you know they'll be working <laughs> out and they they're wearing like tight spandex and they bend over on purpose and they're just trying to catch somebody mm -hmm. like watching them. Is or it just someone looking... said Joey Joey Swall. Yes, I love that dude, Joey Swall. Okay, yeah, somebody actually listed on here that I should. Check that out. Yeah, he's cool, man. Joey, there is okay. Johnny, man. Um, listen, Colin sent me this list, but I, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm having trouble figuring out how to read this damn thing. Maybe I could forward it to you. I'll just text okay. it to you. And All right. I, I, I just, I just, there's a PDF. Um, I thought it was an actual list, but I don't know if I'm just okay. like, not reading through this correctly. So go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, 
somebody wrote influencers and kids flexing and taking videos and taking pictures of themselves in front of the mirrors. How about worse? How about in the locker rooms? A locker or the room is one thing. You know, I mean, you're in a locker room, but out in the main area, you know. What's up, Hooper? Um, what about you talking about? What about the bathrooms? You know, because um, well, yeah, I don't know. Um, the shower? I could take pictures in the shower. I'll do it all the no. time. No, well, actually, it says right on my gym thing: do not take pictures in here. So, yeah, I, you got a point. I don't know. I don't even take pictures in there, but uh, you know, I I can see where that would be a problem. People yeah, running around naked. Isn't that kind of like a like like a private split? violation like, of privacy? Yeah, I would think so. I'm I'm gonna try to look up the Epstein client list. I'm gonna look it up because okay. Colin, Colin sent me a McDonald's menu. I don't know what he sent me here. <laughs> um, let's see. We got a few others that are. Uh, most people said over and over and over and over again, re-rack the weights, re-rack the weights. That's the number one thing. Re-rack the weights. A lot of people said they were irritated by by uh, small talk and flirting. Um, and you know, BMAX Fitness Bonnie, uh, Rain, Radiant Rain, she said, to be fair, each gym should walk new people around and explain gym etiquette after they sign up. This would make a huge change. And the people, the people, uh, what'd she say? The normal people who still do this, they might hear how rude they are. Um, Lady Oyanka said, I hate when I'm trying to use the boxing bag and someone decides they want to do yoga right next to the bag. Well, they shouldn't do that. <clears throat> they hit them. Um, someone else wrote, people that leave gym towels all over the place. Um, like How about when somebody just drops, the, you know, you know the, the tissue they give you to wipe the machines and they just don't just bother the door. Yeah, they just leave it there on the machine. Yeah. Oh, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Can you just imagine their house? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Someone said, I hate when the gym is full and you need one spot and some asshole sits on a machine. You need just one spot and some asshole sits on a machine on their phone. Meanwhile, I do two other workouts, come back, and they're still on there looking on their phone. Yo, I've had that. I've said that story a bunch of times with the guy that left his, his book bag and his coat and everything on the other the other bike. Like he's using one bike, and I need to use the bike. And I kept asking him, hey, can I use the bike? And he's like, he puts his finger up because he's on his cell phone. I took his bag, and I threw it across the, the gym. Mm-hmm. And I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble. Mm, you told me about that. I remember. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, what else did I say? Um, so, yeah, a lot of people, they have staring at the phone constantly as a form of addiction. Uh, people who leave their sweat all over the machine without wiping it down. Also, people are there just for attention. And the ones who yell excessively while pushing their weights or wear almost no clothing. Um, yeah, I mean, my gym has that with girls wearing like almost no clothing. Actually, we have a couple of guys that do it too. Uh, people talking on their taking phone calls in the sauna. Literally had a lady on a FaceTime call once in the sauna. That's kind of weird. In the um, sauna? In the sauna. People are in there naked. Jesus. Aren't they? Or unclothed. You know, I've never, I've never used a sauna in my life. Would you believe that? I have because I used to live somewhere where it was freezing, so I'd go in there first to get warm and then go work out. <laughs> Word. I know you're not supposed to do it in that order, but you know. Um. Yeah. So these are valid complaints that maybe a lot of people didn't think about. Um, 
You guys added some things in. Etiquette should be common sense, but I guess it's not. You know, you're talking about people who still bring phones to the dinner table. So, you know, that that's a big no-no, but people do it. Anyway, so I don't know if that's going to help people or give you guys validation to yell at people <laughs> or okay. correct them correct them gently or stand up for yourself if something happens. But definitely stand up for yourself if something happens. Um, and there's that. Meanwhile, while Ray is looking for stuff. No, I'm not looking for stuff. Um, I'm literally like now zoned out. Um, oh, so oh, I was wait, trying to wait. look up. Oh, wait, ahead, said, would you help someone who's doing an exercise wrong? Um, you know, I used to, and people don't take the criticism very well, uh, or they take it as criticism rather than help. So um, nine times out of 10, I'm not going to. You don't um, do it, it No, it depends. If somebody looks like they're actually going to hurt themselves, well, that's actually, um, I don't know. There's that one chance I might, but mostly I I don't help people anymore because People get offended, especially as a female. If you, you know, right? Like if, if a dude comes over, yeah, to help I, them. I, I did that once where I was helping two guys. Like I said, hey, they were doing everything wrong. They were taking the entire stack of weight and slamming it, and doing triceps and just doing everything wrong. And I said, hey, can I make a suggestion where you might be able to get more out of that particular exercise? I told him, I said, if you do it like this and you keep your elbows here and don't go any higher than here, because they were like, like right. that. So if you keep your form tight and lighten up the weight a little bit and when you, you know, hold it down and you nah, know, really, you, lo you lost them at lighten up the weight probably. Cause they're probably. so fucking and big. They were, big they were, you know, they just seem like, uh, yeah, whatever lady, whatever. And yeah, I was a personal trainer once Alex, I was a personal trainer. I've competed on a national level. I was represented by Metarex and, and, uh, several other big companies. Um, the nastiest protein so, bars in the world. It's terrible. It's terrible. The only thing. The only thing I could. I'm, I'm not represented by them anymore, so I can say this. the only thing I can tolerate by them or could tolerate was their pancake mix, which was the shit. It was awesome. Oh, I had, yeah, but I, it was I, as bad as so, like eating bars. chalk. The fucking cookies. They had one cookies and cream that was like the <laughs> best of the worst. It was terrible. Fucking terrible. Who's that? Is that Wade? Was that Wade? Oh. <laughs> This is this is this is this is uh Max. Is it Ralph? Max? Max. Oh you goes Max. Max looking. Yes. He goes Max. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny if Wade followed him though. Um so um yeah. Uh, real quick, the, the Epstein client list, I thought it was like an actual list of people. Is that what it is? Like Colin sent me this It's supposed to be. He sent me this PDF. He sent me this PDF, right? And when I open it, it's just like a whole bunch of shit. Exhibit D, Exhibit A, this person versus this person. There's not. I, I thought he would, you know, send me an actual list of names. That would be great, Colin, if you could help me with that. Hmm. He, he said, they no, said it's no, it's the actual the, court document. I don't want mm -hmm. that. We can't. We can't do that. We can't. We can't uh, discuss an 88 page document, my friend. But thanks for your Some, help. Somebody will break it down. <laughs> he said that's what was unsealed. Oh, but I want the names. Mm. Get me the well, if any of you guys are who are sharing the show right now, and thanks for sharing it out there and getting it out there. If any of you are sharing the show, happen to notice that somebody is sharing the client list, please share that back to us. 
I just had a, I just, I just, I'm going back and forth with somebody who knows I'm not well right now on the show. And, th- and mm-hmm. their advice was get fucking really drunk or get really fucking drunk. I think I might. Actually, yeah. Having a couple of drinks might not hurt. There's a reason why hot toddies were a thing. The liquor yeah, actually no, I, might help. I, maybe just some straight. Vo- I have tequila and vodka. Yeah. Which one? Vodka and tequila. Uh, tequila is better Both? for, um, well, tequila, tequila is better for digestive issues. Vodka is better for um, like sinus head issues. Speaking of tequila, you know what, April? Over over um the New Year's, I actually uh New Year's Eve I was drinking tequila. I was drinking the Rocks tequila, Taramana. Mm-hmm. We finally got it, got our hands on it, the gold. It's mm-hmm. very good, actually. I was Is shocked. It? Yes. It tastes like the rock sweat. It's delicious. Oh, uh, smell like like what the rock is cooking. Yeah, it's like what the rock's cooking in his underwear. It's, it tastes delicious. Do they have a flavor that's like pie? Yeah. That's all. You like blueberry pie? Do you like (laughs) raspberry pie? That guy, that guy's fucking steroided out, boy. (laughs) So there's some other stuff going on you guys should know about. Um but to to wrap it all up, go to the gym and kick ass and do not worry about people staring at you or judging you. Um because everybody started somewhere in the beginning and they all started in the same exact place. So just go do your thing mm. and get that, get that rock hard ass. Yeah. Rock hard ass. <laughs> go get that ass. Like Colin um, is a rock hard ass, right? There you like go. <laughs> um, so there, I guess uh, Australia, <laughs> I'll tell I don't you know, what, New, Australia, you, New Zealand. And I think the CDC, Mm. Also is talking about this too. There has been a movement. What are you doing, Mister? Stop. He's is he hungry? Is he tasting? Uh, I know that's what I think he's doing. Oh. They are now allowing doctors and hospitals to vaccinate people oh. under anesthesia or while they are passed out. That is fucking insane. <laughs> or in in surgery. So when you are just be aware of this when you are signing your uh, your info on the iPad. Pay attention to what you are signing. Yes. And also look for the word biologics. So. So wait, they could knock biologics. You out. Yes. And then just just stick like, oh, let's let's just give them all the vaccines. Oh, this person's not vaccinated. We should vaccinate them while they're under. Did I tell you how angry I got? I, so I went to my union doctor. I, sw- I just switched doctors right now. I'm waiting till June to see another doctor. Because when I went to the doctor, right, I told him, I said, look, my knee is fucking shot. I said, I'm, I'm having trouble with my knee and I'm starting to get headaches, you know, with because I'm, I think I'm, I'm weaning off of the, uh, my blood pressure is getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. He just kept, he didn't shut the fuck up about, uh, did you get your COVID vaccine? Uh, did you get your flu vaccine? Uh, do you, you want to get your flu vaccine? Do you want to get like, paid? Yeah, but I kept, he kept over it. And then like the third time I was like, I was like, doc, I don't, I'm not going to get my vaccine today. I said, I'm not getting any, any vaccine. I don't, I don't want the vaccine. Thank you. And and then he was like, okay, I'm just asking. And I'm like, he fucking asked me three fuck. It got me, it got me angry. Like right now I'm worked up. It got me angry. Yeah. Fucking pushing the shit like flu, COVID. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, there was so another doctors. Vaccine. If a doctor, if a if a if a physician can get seventy percent of his clientele vaccinated, he will receive one hundred and twenty five dollars per person 
as a kickback Heck. bonus. Is that what it is? Is that is that why he's That's pushing? That's why they're pushing it. Yes. Fucking do you guys not know that? Y'all don't know that. So they're getting kickbacks on this. That's why it's safe and effective, you guys. And that's why, because they're part of all this systemic bullshit. That's why they're, they know that there's blood on their hands. That's why they're not admitting anything's wrong, except for the ones that are, you know, admitting something's wrong. Um, but yeah, there is something wrong. There's something really off, wrong. Man. So, and you have to be careful. There's combo <clears throat> shots too. Like Eva says, it makes her mad. And there's combo shots of flu and RSV are together now. Even if you're trying to get a tetanus shot, they have bundled tetanus with whooping cough. What? Yeah. I haven't had whooping just, cough since I was like one. Yeah. You, you, you can't just get a tetanus shot. It is bundled in with whooping cough now. Thanks. Cool. Awesome, dude. Appreciate it. Woo. Mm -hmm. So titties for bitties so mm -hmm. that's that's one thing to pay attention to <clears throat> um there was a really strange situation um hang on where a code enforcer let me find that article a chinese bio law yes. bio lab was found in a very small town us uh, in uh, san joaquin valley california and a code enforcer um, discovered this bio lab in an abandoned building and they had all kinds of stuff in there that was real, real nasty, like, like bad, bad stuff that they were using. Like pig people and, and stuff? Huh? No, like all kinds of viruses and diseases. Why? And it was in a fairly unsecured lab. And um, <clears throat> as most of us are aware now that every single strain of of COVID, yes, I love my gift. Thank you very much thanks and and i'll i'll just breaking it for a minute everybody who sent something and a lot of you did for christmas i appreciate it so so much thank did you, you send thank out you, did you, you send you. everybody the people that brought you the gifts the pictures of me and my thong no i did not i sent them pictures of like me and my thong why, was, why, <laughs> why the hell did i take why did i why did i print I out a hundred glossy I, pictures of me in a yellow thong i forgot to include it next next year <sighs> Next year, next year, y'all are it. getting Ray in a song. It wasn't. That well, that'll be like, all right, cool. <laughs> no, but um. So we'll call him. What? So every every we all we now know <laughs> that every strain of COVID has been traced back to being man-made. There's nothing about this that was natural. So not one single strain. So this definitely was a bioweapon that has been unleashed on us. So, <clears throat> and excuse me, sorry, <clears throat> I am hacky today. Okay. So regardless of where you fall on this topic, um, there's one thing that we all know, and that is that we were all lied to. We were all deceived by our government. We all know that they handled it wrong and it cost us something. It cost every one of us something, multiple somethings. Most of our, so whether, our sanity. Yes. So whether you are pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine, whether you believe COVID, you should wear 17,000 masks or no masks at all. The common thread here is that we all know that this was man-made. It was a bioweapon. It was unleashed on us and everybody lost and that we have been lied to. So if you can't get along with your family on this particular topic, stick to that neutral area right there. Sure, man. So now these bio labs uh, are popping up in small towns and it's probably safe to assume that there are others. 
It's probably you, just, it's not just small town California. So what do you do? Like, what do you do? I don't know. You keep an eye out, I guess. And yeah, like, what do we do though? You know, can we do anything about it? I, I wonder how much of this is going to come down to us because if we're waiting for someone to save us, it's not going to happen. We're going to have to do it ourselves. The government's not going to save us. They're the ones that are trying to, trying to put everything, put us down, you know, put us down basically. So they're not going to do anything. I believe that they want to strip everything down, tear this whole country apart, yep. every aspect of how we live so that they can rebuild it up <clears throat> in a different way. One that benefits them further. <laughs> because we have too many rights, too much freedom, too much autonomy, and they want to take all that away. And the only way to do that is to use a massive issue, a huge pandemic, um, all these, you know, a, a financial crisis, bundle it all together and bring everything down in the same time span and then start over again. Just a quick shout out to Ben Rob. I thought I was the only dude that watches Jerry rig everything on YouTube. He's awesome. Mm. That he, you know what he does, Jerry Rig? Mm -mm. He take he he takes um like cell phones and stuff, and he dissects them. He literally like opens them up and tests them, and mm -hmm. he'll see if they they I don't know what, what I'm talking about. Just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, oh God, April, I'm so sorry. What? I'm just I'm just like loopy. That's okay. I'm trying, um, guys. I really love you guys. That's why I'm here. I missed you. Yeah, I was I was um I missed you too. I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, can I tell you something? All jokes aside, I felt like I, I missed, like I missed you. I missed doing the show with you last week, even though it was nice to take the time. I, was like, I know oh. it was weird. It I was weird. Wednesday, was weird. Colin's going to some meth. Oh, Wolf <sighs> says he missed us too. Miss ben Rob says he builds stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Jerry rig everything is pretty cool. There, there was That's a story. Cool. Um, you, I was really interested that you brought up. If if you're done with this. Mm -hmm. about um the real purposes of women's rights and how extreme feminism has screwed that up and how Cameron Diaz suggests that we should normalize married couples having separate bedrooms and separate bathrooms possibly mm -hmm. even separate living spaces and this and the uh steam of was it in the stem of comments the steam of comments Anyways. yeah that is that it was really interesting so tell tell me talk about that a little bit so having time off um in the past week gave me time to like kind of read the comments. I'm a read the comments kind of person. I love that stuff. Sometimes I just go to things just to read the comments and see things. Um, so there was a video on Instagram where a woman had posted, she said, ladies, we gave up being oh. able to be barefoot in the kitchen and home all the time to have to do it all. We have to have career, not jobs. We have to have careers. We have to cook. We have to clean. We have to, we have to do this. We have to take care of the house. We have to take care of the, we got that, 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 that. And she that. said, and uh, she said, if you, and my generation has to, is the, so I think the only generation who has, has to do it all, like everything from raise kids, take care of elderly parents, sure. take care of a house, have a career, not a job, a career, right. um, you know, cook, sew, create. So, because I think the ones before us got an option and the ones under us get the option, but we have to do it all. And the men too, my gen my generation with the men, you guys, you guys change diapers, you guys cook, you guys clean, you guys work, you, you do everything. So we are the ones who have the most life skills, the biggest skill set, right? We know how to do, we, we're the most versatile. So if you had, if you had to do it again, would you 
choose this? Would you choose to have to do everything? Would you, or would you choose as a female to go back to, to being at home, maybe having an Etsy store and cooking and cleaning and having a man that pays the bills and let him do the work? So women's rights were originally created for three reasons. Um, the right to vote, uh-huh. the right for body autonomy, okay. and the right to be paid a fair wage for the exact same job a man does. So at this particular point in time, mm-hmm. we've achieved one of those things still. But radical feminism has hijacked this movement and kind of screwed it all up. So we still don't have what we were supposed to have, but what we do have is, you know, Gloria Steinem working with the CIA, convincing us that it's, you know, the great thing to go work so that the federal government can now collect two sets of taxes instead of one set of taxes and double their income. Uh, that's, really why, that's really why they wanted to put the ladies to work, man. Right. And then they come out with a series of all these really cool TV shows making uh, women look super awesome pursuing their career. You know, I would say that started that really started in the seventies mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. um what's what's the girl what's the lady's name? You're gonna make it after all. She throws up the hat in the air. Was that the redhead Carol Burnett? Not Carol Burnett, guys. Guys out there, help me. Um, this Mary Tyler Moore. Oh yes, Mary Tyler Moore and all that. You started with that, and then um, Grace Company. You had the, you know, you know, make it look like make it look cool to have three people living in one house. Well, Um, uh, Laverne and Shirley, and then in the eighties, in the eighties, if you remember, they started having the the woman, the the female power suits with the big ass shoulder pads, and yep, Murphy Brown. Someone said Murphy Brown. Um, we have a we have a spammer, I think, in here. Yeah, uh, Roseanne, but Roseanne is actually, yeah, I'm not sure that falls in the same category. Maybe it does. Um, now, Roseanne was a homemaker. Um, her yeah. husband in the show was, yeah. But there was there. You're right. And, there were a series of, of shows like that. Yeah, Big Week says 100 years ago, keeping a house was an all day job, and it still is. Um, he is working on a farm. Thank all you, day Colin. Work, hard work. So. My question to my friends over the holidays is if you could go back to the way it was for women, would you? Not even a not even a not even a New York minute hesitation. Yes. Really? Yes. Mo- most of them said yes, two of them said no. They said no. And but here's the thing, they said no with caveats. They said no because they didn't want they just assumed that they were going to be in a bad relationship with a man controlling them and they wouldn't be equal. I said, okay, theoretically, let's just, let's just give you a different scenario here because you're telling yourself a story. What if okay. you're in a good marriage where you have equal access to the money, you have a joint account, you have a card, whatever, and you're in a good relationship and he respects you. And you can, if you want, you can work part-time. You can, like I said, you can do your Etsy store. You can sell the fresh eggs. You can do whatever you want here, but you're the homemaker, he's the provider, and he treats you well, you treat him well. If that were the situation and you're not getting, you know, beaten with a rule of thumb, if you know, you're not uh you're not being controlled, are you are you still saying no? They're like, oh, 
Oh no, I'm good with that. <laughs> See, but this is that's that's the household I was raised in. Right. Where my father was my father was the only breadwinner really, but my mother um she babysat. That was her side gig. They used to bring, you know, a yeah. child to and she would raise this child until the child was too old and then they would move on and get another bit and uh, my mother my mother was awesome. My mother um she worked hard. You know, you know, she kept up the house. She made the dinner. She babysat. So she took care of someone else's kids. Mm-hmm. And um, she helped my dad. You know, my, my dad was was uh, wasn't making tons of money at the time. You know, growing up, we were kind of poor. But, you know, we always had Christmas and everything like that because my mother helped my father. There was times I remember where, you know, my mother would always leave my dad 20 bucks, you know, just to grab some coffee for the week or, you know, for the week. Cause twenty dollars was good money mm-hmm. in the eighties, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and they and my father uh, respected and loved my mother very, very much. So, I could see how it can work out, but I don't know if uh, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Um, yeah. How many women would want to remain in the house though all day? Like, you know, don't you enjoy? Wouldn't a woman enjoy just getting out and doing her own thing? Like. Well, yeah, but w- women did get out and do their own thing. They yeah. had social, you know, because of all the women were home, they got together during the day and did things. So, yeah. but the majority of the stories, either the majority of the stories weren't like your parents, you yeah, you don't, or you only day. heard the bad ones because that's, that's what you what you hear. And no, you don't stay home all day. Yeah. Women right. were doing, you know, getting together and doing things or day. Well, you know what? Can I just say? <laughs> can I just say that 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 changed? into the 80s because and somebody had mentioned i forgot who left the comment here and it was a very good comment that it took all day to clean the house yes that was it took big hours to cook food and stuff like that yep. now as you progress into the 80s with microwaves with with, with you dishwashers know, dishwashers and 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 you know machines in the home you know to wash your clothes and stuff like that everything got a little easier a lot yeah. a lot quicker so there was a lot more time for for my grandmother, my mother, soap watch. operas, soap operas. Well, I was gonna say, uh, there there wasn't a time that my mother used to take me to my grandmother's house and then, the telenovelas. No, actually, so <laughs> you want you want to hear something funny, uh, April? My grandmother didn't really, um, she didn't speak English much at all, but she loved One Life to Live, mm-hmm. All My Children, and mm-hmm. of course, General Hospital. Oh, it's the granddaddy of them all. You know what I mean, yo? Yeah. So good times, man. Times. Yeah, we, I remember memories. my mom really wanting a dishwasher, and we had this big, giant thing that sat over in the corner, and you wheeled this massive thing over, and you hooked the tubes up to the to the thing, and you put it on. My dad wouldn't let her have a microwave; he just didn't trust it. He was like, "I don't, I don't know about that, yeah. that with the food." But we had my really basic, yeah. yeah, we had really basic machines, and I think I'm still kind of that way, like. I, I I like to keep all my stuff old school and basic. I do miss the quality of food. I know we're, we're going. I'm going off a tangent here. Yeah. But I mean, when I was a kid, TV dinners were great. Oh, they were amazing, right? So good. Like I it was know. Big juicy. That was, that was a quality pieces. meal right there. It really was, man. Big juicy like, Salisbury steak and then a cherry oh, pie. <laughs> right with the fucking crumbs in the bottom. It was so good. Now it's like yeah. shit. Yeah. It's garbage. I I found. At Aldi. Do you remember French bread pizzas when they came out? Hell yeah. These are given to us in school, actually. Yeah. So Stouffer's had amazing French bread pizzas. And I tried them again a few years ago. I was like, oh, these are horrible. They don't taste anything like they used to. I found 
French bread pizzas at Aldi's that taste just like they used to. How? I don't know. It was some Italian Mama Cozy's. It's called. Mama they Cozy? taste like yeah. They take they taste like they used to. Of only four hundred calories per pizza, and they're like four bucks for the box of two. I was like, really? Yes. That sounds pretty yep. dope. All man. The, uh, most of the stuff in Aldi's is uh, organic or foreign, Aldi's. Aldi's. so by default, it's still organic. So I'm gonna guess that's how they're still using real ingredients. Man, I miss. Um, I miss yeah, Aldi's is a hidden gem, right, Wolf? It it really is. So wait, what so, is Aldi's? Is it a name brand of of a food? Um, Aldi's is. How do I describe it? All this is like, it's a grocery store where um, you you have to pay for a cart, 25 cents. Um, you have to bring your own bags. They don't have any bags there. It's a grocery store chain, but it's owned by Germans. It's a German grocery store chain. Do they yell the majority, at you when you come in? Huh? Do they no. yell at you? I mean, no, I they don't. Finish your shopping. <laughs> They're usually a pretty, it's pretty, it's usually a pretty small grocery store and they have a lot of their own brands, a lot of overseas brands and most, a lot of their stuff is clean food and, um, organic food. Or I would say that they're kind of like 80% of the food that's in there is clean. So maybe a little bit more than that. They have their own, you know, like they have a version of the chocolates, chocolate bars, like lint. But they're a dollar ninety nine, whereas lint is almost four dollars a bar, and they taste the same. Uh, it's the same few ingredients too. I mean, it's German chocolate. So let, let me let me read this. So I know is sharing with us here. I like to share. It says uh, my 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 dad was that way. He worked. <clears throat> I'm sorry. He worked as a, as a surface miner, so that my mom took care of me. I was sick, a lot of kidney issues, and sometimes he'd stay in the hospital with me for months at a time. Wow. Um, when she was uh, with me and dad, uh, what is it? When she, when was, she was with me, and- me, dad would do the housework yeah. and come to the hospital on weekends. I can't, I can't see. I always wondered how they how they stayed together dealing with that. Yet uh, years after my mom died, he told me she'd always leave little love notes and notes of encouragement where he'd find them. Oh, that's fucking. Uh, that's fucking sweet. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, clean up, oh. clean up in aisle nine. <laughs> that's that's what that's so sweet <laughs> i'm sorry that was sweet and then the war made me laugh yes so cameron diaz had said let's normalize married couples having separate bedrooms separate bathrooms maybe even separate houses and i was like oh boy i can't wait to see the comments on this one she's gonna get slaughtered nope really people are like there was the whole thing. It was like, yep, let's do that. Yep, let's do that. This is how my grandparents stayed together. That would probably save marriages. My husband snores like crazy. My wife snores like crazy. Um, I could actually get some sleep that way. I wouldn't be so grumpy all the time. Uh, I, I love having my own bathroom in my own space. So it made me uh-huh. think. It made me think. There was a, a husband and wife that uh, spoke many years ago about living in separate houses. It was uh, Monica Bellucci. And the guy from Ocean's Eleven, the French guy. I, why do I know those names? Um, I know because they're, they're big, big, big name actors in other countries. Okay. So Vincent Castle. Vincent Castle and Monica Bellucci. They were married. I don't know if they still are, but they were married for a long time. They had two separate homes. And they were married for a long time. And they said that the the way for them 
that worked best for them is to have space so that they could miss each other and not get on each other's nerves. Nah, man. What's, what do you guys think about that? I don't think, I don't, can I tell you, man, listen, me and my wife get on each other's nerves all the time, mm-hmm. but I, I always find like the best sleep I have is next to Jen. Mm. And she tells me the same thing. Um, we, so I had a snoring issue um, only a few months ago. Because I was getting really heavy, man. Remember the whole situation. Now that I'm losing more and more and more weight, um, I'm not snoring as loud. And, and Jen says she can sleep better. And um, it's just like it's not the same. I just can't. I can't. I, I feel. I feel like it's wrong. Mm. Like, why would you not want to be next to that person or around the person that you love? I get having your own space. I have my own space. Like this room right here that that I use all the time. Not this gym. This gym that you're in right mm-hmm. now. Yes. <laughs> this is where I have my 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 gaming system, my computer stuff, my my you know, my editing stuff. Everything's in here, my weights, everything's here. And Jen has the rest of the house. <laughs> like everything else is hers, basically, seriously. So um I get having like your own little space, you know, maybe you need to step away and watch the Knicks game or you know, maybe you want to jump on the Xbox for a little bit, but Living in two separate homes, that's not, that's, I don't think that, for me, it's not marriage. Maybe I'm sounding old school like an asshole, but nah, I don't like it. No, I don't, I don't know if I care about, I don't know if I like the idea of two separate homes, but no. I love the idea of two separate bathrooms. Oh, the two separate bathrooms is the shit. Love it. I could do love that. Love it. Love it. I could do that. I'm sorry. I don't want to share my bathroom. I just want, nah, I just, I just want it all. Yo, I mean, I, I will share, but I just prefer not to. I mean, do you like eating with the person you love? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine just like having dinner separate all the time? And that's stupid. Just that, why get married? Well, I don't know. I, I, you have to consider also the fact that actors, she's coming from a different place too. Actors work and then they don't. So when they right. don't, they're sitting around the house a lot. So when you're sitting around the house a lot with somebody else that maybe is an actor, you guys are sitting around a, a lot like getting on each other's nerves, whereas a normalized nine to five relationship, somebody's out while other people are out. And then you guys spend time together. Does that make sense? I get it. So, um, but you're not, you're not going to sell me on, on living because I feel like it's two separate lives. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hmm? the whole two separate, house. the two bathrooms. I dig. I like that. But just like being apart all the time, it doesn't make sense to me. I I can't, it doesn't compute. I think it takes certain personalities. Um, Some people, maybe their marriage would be saved by two separate bedrooms and they visit each other or whatever. Other people need more space uh, and less people or some people need less space. But um, yeah, I just, I thought it was interesting how much support she had for that comment um, it was not what I expected. War so. Demon says, War Demon says, if you can't stand being in the very same house, never mind the same room, but if you can't the same house, then you shouldn't be together in the first place. I kind of agree with I, I no, yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I don't know if it comes I don't know if it's you can't stand being I don't know if it's that extreme. Um This is a good one. I, I think it's hmm. read this one. What if someone doesn't let you be yourself? The house, the house has to look and be the way they want it, no matter what your opinion is. Oops, sorry for kicking that. Yeah, that's not good. 
So, and you know, maybe you have two different decorating styles. Like I, I watch a lot of tiny house things. I've been watching that for like 12 years now. Oh, the little people? No, just tiny oh. houses. So I watched one where we, it, there was a husband and a wife tiny house where they did oh. shipping containers and then they connected the shipping containers with a breezeway across. So her style of decorating um, was very different than his. Well, he was a minimalist. So there was almost nothing in there. It was very stark, you know, very masculine, where she had all these knickknacks and throw blankets and collected things and plants and all this stuff. And it was very, very different, um, their styles. And yeah, you could try and blend them. And they had done that before. But now they had their own space and then they, they connected with that breezeway in the middle. So they go back and forth and they also have, you know, I mean, they, I could see where that would work for them. See the way, I guess it's each, I guess it's each couple individual. Like when, when Jen, let's Colin Colin goes, I record in the closet for a reason. (laughs) It's a shoot. I guess Colin is a vote for this situation. I I assume so. But then I'm going to, I'm going to question, um, I'm not saying Colin, but I'm going to question your relationship. Listen, here's the deal. Like with me and me and my wife, man, whenever she's going to buy curtains or a bed set, um, Mm -hmm. more than likely she already has her mind made, but you know what she does? She sends me pictures of what, you know, what do you think? Do you like this color? Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't understand why we have eight pillows on the bed and we have to pull the pillows. I swear to God, we have eight blankets we have six blankets, eight pillows. Like, I don't understand why she does it, but that's fine. But she asked me if I like the color, you know? So we kind of, we, we kind of so work you together. You get some say in all that. Okay. Yeah, I get, I get some say. And, and I think, I think in a healthy relationship, nothing's going to be perfect. You're always going to have one person that's going to be the dominant in something, I think. Um, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, just her asking me. Even though I'm sure she already has her mind made up as to what the hell she wants, uh, it's just you know it's it's a respect factor. And if I think I genuinely feel that if the person doesn't have enough respect for you to ask you or to 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 actually consider how you feel about how certain something looks in your home, then that's a fucking problem. I I think well, so. What do you think? I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on that, and here's why. Why? I think there are certain types, like for me. I have a hard time being with people who are super cluttered and who leave things all around. And because my brain works in such a way where clutter makes me exhausted and I feel exasperated with it. And um, it frustrates me. And and I don't even like when I'm cluttering and cluttery and I can get cluttery. Um, So to see stuff everywhere haphazardly and, and, and just like, (gasps) Oh my God. And not being able to find anything and feeling like I got to tackle that before I can tackle work. Uh-huh. So I understand what you mean about Colin says, what about people not letting you be yourself? Well, some people are fine with the clutter. They just, they just, they're fine with throwing a wet towel somewhere or fine with throwing this or fine with wearing shoes in the house or fine with stuff like that. No. Whereas, you know, I, you know, I don't like wet shoes in the house. I don't like um, bringing germs in from outside. I don't, or pollen in from outside. That's not how I want to have the house. So you could view that for me. At, you could view me as somebody who's not letting you be yourself because I would rather have places for things. Like my keys go in the same place. My purse goes in the same place because I'm so scattered with what I do all the time. You need I can't have my house scattered too. Yeah. I See, need some kind of, I can, some kind of reliable 
system because I can't have everything being scattered. But it'll drive you, me crazy. But can you bend a little bit and understand yeah, that the person you're with is not as a perfectionist when it comes yeah. to like not for nothing. When I used to come home from work, I would the first thing I would do is I would, you know, sit down, grab maybe grab a beer or grab something to drink and and sit down on the couch and watch some TV before I took a shower. Mm-hmm. And you know, my wife was like, you know, that's kind of gross. I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, well, you've been sitting on the train. You've been, you know, you're bringing in all these germs to the yeah. house. And I'm yeah. like, and I'm like, oh, come on, man. You're ridiculous. But then the funny fucking thing is that a couple of years into our marriage, you know, I'm like, I can't like come into the house. I have to go straight to the bathroom, take off my clothes, throw it in the hamper, take a shower. And I feel cleaner. And I, and I think she, yeah. she kind of makes sense. It, like it makes sense. Of course. You know, you want to be, you want to be clean. You want to be, you know, anyway, but um, I'm big week says, but you have five dogs and a thousand dog toys. So, um, yes, that's, that's totally my house. So I would like stuff in order, but I will have, I have two dogs and a cat and a thousand freaking toys all over the place and chewed pieces of them everywhere that I'm stepping on that hurt, like, like hooves that I'm stepping on. Yeah. So um, it's already, you know, there's crap everywhere. The dogs there are exempt from that because it's ridiculous. So, you know, and Colin says he dated a girl that didn't want people in her bed in their street yeah, clothes. That's disgusting. That's yeah. That's gross. Yeah. Cause you're bringing everything in. I'm a big fan of showering before bed. Cause you just Me wash too. the day off. Yeah. I do that too. I shower before, when, before I go to bed and yeah. when I wake up. Yeah. And I see Steve joined us late. Hello, Steve. I saw, um, is it Kyle, Kyle, halo. Hello, everybody coming in late. Hello. Hello. So yeah, there was that speaking of, of women's comments and things that surprise. Yeah. Big Wiz says you're my babies. It's okay. Yeah. So that gets there's, there's a compromise. You guys make a mess or whatever, whatever it's, you know, <laughs> but they're not removed. They're, they're not moving my keys around or losing my phone. They're just destroying the floor with their crap. Um, and here's something that I saw that was made me think too. What do you guys think of this? Um, lazy, weak men create masculine women who have to step into this role to fulfill that uh, um, that persona. Whereas strong men create feminine women who feel safe and submit um, to the masculinity mm. without losing their femininity. Uh, when I listen to that, it makes sense to me especially as someone who has lived uh, alone and, and dated different types of people, I feel like that's pretty accurate. Um, Lazy, weak men create masculine women. So I saw what that was. That was a, that was a comment in response to a guy saying there's too many strong masculine women. And he said, actually there's too many weak, um, lazy men. And that's creating strong masculine women. So if you guys would be be stronger and um, step up, women could step back into their femininity again and feel safe uh, being in a feminine place and not have to fulfill that role of masculinity. See, my my I like using my wife as an example. She is a very strong woman. Mm-hmm. But she always she always loves to throw out that when she hits the fan, she feels protected and safe by me. Mm-hmm. She'll let her guard down around me. She's very feminine around me. Mm-hmm. But when she's at work, it's a different it's a different time and place. Right. 
exactly. The yeah. big, I think the biggest compliment a woman can tell you as a man is uh, say that I feel safe around you. You make me feel safe. If a woman is not telling you that. Yep. You know, I don't want to sound like the asshole, but there's sometimes like I'm I'm at work and stuff and I see I'm a people watcher. You know, there's tons of people in New York walking by where I, where I work and I see these really beautiful women walking with these dudes that I just like, man, if I was Betas. big time, like if I, like if I was an asshole, you know, like the type of dudes that you just smack. You know, just smack in the face and just take that woman. The woman is just yeah. like, oh, you know, and it's just, I don't know. Like, like, but, I, but this is the, here's the worst part about it. For every 10 men I see walk down, this is something I've observed, uh, April. For every 10 men I've seen walk down the street, I would say maybe now four are men, like as a dude, a man's man. You got like this, you know, you'll have, uh, Mr. Man Bun come down, Mr. Uh, Mr. Glasses and 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 fucking yeah. skinny jeans, and it's just like, oh, shut the fuck up, you. I've seen trans men, women who have transitioned into men, uh-huh. who are far more masculine than biological men. I remember I was looking. I'm like, gosh, they could yeah. teach men how to how to do this. Because usually, when when trans people really go for it they really go for it the women the men transition to very feminine women i'm talking about the really when they really go through the whole thing not transvestites i'm talking about trans women they become very feminine and the trans men become very masculine and by the way you can wear glasses and still be tough oh yeah you can wear a man bun and still be tough i've I've seen Uh, plenty of guys Yes, no, you can. can. No, yes, you can. fucking can't. I have no I issue with a man bun. None. No, no, none, none. No, no, I I'm just okay with it. nope. Man right bun. Weak. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I will chop. A man, you right does, a man bun does not a twat maketh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wearing a twat on top of your head. No, <laughs> I'm not saying it's exclusive. It's not mutually exclusive to being a you know a beta. Mm. But you gotta remember, I'm in the wrestling business where a lot of guys have long hair, so right. put that up. You know what I mean? Uh, whatever. Um, you know, I'll, I'll remain open minded. Maybe, maybe that, maybe you know, maybe I'll change my mind about that in the future. And Gam Wolfer says the world needs balance. That's why we are where we are at currently. Yeah, yeah. but we're out of balance. We're we're, we're out of whack. So Our balance, balance is not. Yeah, we're not yin yang now. We're we're. Yeah, yeah. We're not we're not in the right balance at this particular time. Um, so that's that's just my opinion I, and I gotta, and some of the things I saw. Um, I, gotta, I gotta be clear. I'm gonna be very clear with you, sir. Hmm. I don't have hair because I choose not to have hair. The window says it just looks like a pile of shit on top of a guy's head. Yes. <laughs> See, Winona. That's why you mean we click. Oh God. Red Sunny, thank you so much. I appreciate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, did you ever get a chance to watch Leave the World Behind, the uh show on Netflix that the Obamas produced? I take two I take two to three showers a day. I don't have time. I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance, man. The holidays and 
I, should I continue with the excuses? No. Well, I thought it was. I thought it was a really well done show. Ben Rob watched it. At this point, I think a lot of people watched it. I thought it was uh, very well it. done. And I think I don't know if people picked up picked up on the uh, subtle nuances. Red Sunny, I did like the gift you got me. Thank you so much. Um, I appreciate it. So here's what I liked about it. Ben Rob said he was not impressed. Um, here's here are the things that I picked up on it that maybe you can appreciate. Um, it was odd. And all right. So in the beginning, um, this family from New York city, just she, the, the, the mother, the wife, she says, I just want to get out of the city. The time to live is now let's just go for a vacation. Let's just take the kids and go for a vacation. And she just got a feeling to leave. So they head out to, I guess, Connecticut to this place, not too far from the city, but far enough away. And they get an Airbnb. And while they're there, all communications are lost. So, but what you see first in the car is it's, it's the, the father, the mother, and the two kids. The mother's Julie Roberts. Father is uh, Ethan Hawke. And you see every one of them with their earbuds on, on a screen. No one's talking to each other. So I love the symbolic there that the communication is already lost with oh, these yeah. guys. There's already no communication. So when they get to the Airbnb, the internet starts to go down. So they're out in the middle of sort of nowhere. Um, and they think it's that at first, but it turns out we're under, they're under a, a cyber attack, right? Okay. And the communication goes down and you have Julie Roberts playing the Pretty kind of left-wing oh. liberal saying this is not happening. Then you've got Ethan Hawke playing kind of the middle of the road guy. Like, Maybe this is happening. I don't know if it's happening. Then you have the the owner of the house who shows up with his daughter um, wanting to come back into the house because that's probably the safest place for them. And he's try trying to prove that it is his house since all they did was to talk on online right. and there's no communications there. Um, so there's a dynamic there of these two families now trying to meld together in a attack situation. What? No, this is one of our old listeners. Hey, bot. Yeah, oh. pal. Hello, okay. hello, ding dong. Uh, oh, Eva's saying it was Long Island. So you you have this dynamic. And then, of course, you've got the crazy conspiracy theorist who lives down the way and has already stocked up on water and medication and all this stuff that's happening. Um, so the, the guy who came in with his daughter and stayed with the family, he's saying, look, I got a client who already warned me that something like this might happen and we should go talk to him. So shit goes down. And once the communication stop, all of a sudden the, pa the panic in the family, they don't know what to do, how to talk to each other, how to deal with each other, what to do once they can't watch shows anymore. The little girl loses her shit. She can't watch the last episode of the show she's watching. They can't, you know, listen to the music and things start happening. And that's when it starts getting really, really interesting. But I like the artistic um dynamic of it okay that they basically almost have to have this whole thing where now they actually have to be a family they have to communicate with each other they have to check in with each other they have to devise a plan on how they have to catch up with each other the little the little kids start seeing things start seeing signs because children are open to things sure and when stuff happens how they handle it without having internet without having any you know the kids have no skills um, and it's, it's very interesting. So if you watch it, 
from that aspect, I thought it was very interesting. Predictive programming 101. So prepare yourselves, guys, within the next year or two for this to happen. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have we're gonna get cyber attacked and uh, everything's gonna go down. So just prepare what yourself. was interesting about this predictive programming is they use weapons of sound and oh. um um radiation. <sighs> and the radiation was the biggest problem too. So if you are a prepper, uh factor that in. Um and uh Gamwolfer says I'm gonna reword what I say the world is trying to rebalance the unbalanced nature of the world right now. Yes. I think the world fixes itself. The earth or the earth fixes itself generally. Like the coral reefs were built up. Acid rain didn't kill us. The ozone layer built back up. If we allow things to happen, the world builds back, builds back up. Like if you have a fever, don't take anything to lower your fever unless it's over like 102, 103 degrees because that fever is there to make your body inhospitable so that whatever you have cannot continue to thrive and survive in you. It's there to kill off that virus. That's what we do. We automatically reach for a pill to lower the temperature, lower the fever and it prolongs being sick. So we have everything we need. We have to stop fucking with it and let it heal. Whether it's our body or the earth, we keep in the name of science uh-huh. messing with things and pharma and medication when actually we were doing better probably 50 years ago without all this stuff. Now, so, we're, now we're not telling you that if you get in chest pains, not to go to the doctor, I'm just clear, no. clarifying that. <laughs> no, modern, you know, meaning prednisone, antibiotics, EpiPens, insulin, um, you know, aspirin, these things are amazing inventions. Um, but there's that if they can, they've taken it to uh, another level with just trying to profit off of people, never trying to figure out what the root cause of the issue is and trying to ma- maintain and maintenance diseases and keep people going in that department um, instead of finding out what's actually wrong with them. So, and the hate bot goes also cocaine. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, pain meds, yeah, pain meds for sure. Yep, wow. Yeah, you cannot profit from healthy people. Good point. So sick people are very profitable, especially in a for-profit healthcare system here. And other countries are financially vested in us never becoming universal healthcare because they sell their medications to this country as well. I'm and Ben Rob says, isn't it funny how these new meds come out and then 10 years later, we have all these lawsuits for them. Weird how that is. Isn't it funny how you can't test any of these medications that they're pushing on animals they have to be tested on humans so the only thing they can do to kind of compromise there is create humanized mice so they implant mice and rats with humanized fetal these are fetal body parts so isn't it super funny when they rolled back abortion in most of these states they rolled it back to six weeks now if you really 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 are pro-life republicans why didn't you just abolish it completely? Why would you roll it back to six weeks? Is that coincidentally the same exact size fetal parts are to implant into mice that is the perfect match for all the pharma companies to create humanized mice? No, yeah, just a theory. Heatbot says, you see that Pfizer just bought up a giant, on what is it, oncology firm? Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Very and did you see that if you look up uh, ivermectin and cancer on the NIH site together, you'll see peer-reviewed paper after peer-reviewed paper after peer-reviewed paper showing that ivermectin shrinks almost every cancerous tumor there is. Huh. And that is why they didn't want anybody to have it. Interesting. Why are my <laughs> lights why are my lights flickering in my house? <laughs> There's a lot to think about there. So I'm just wondering. Again, 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 YouTube, these are just theories. I'm not saying, you know, yeah, I'm not I mean, an expert. Possibly. I'm not an expert. Just my disclaimer. But I do believe you should research on your own. Take that information that I just, you know, theorized and research further and go way past page five or six on Google and use a privacy browser to do it. Can can we quickly just talk about that thing about the T-Mobile thing that, that's been bugging yes, me? Yes, please. So I don't have anything in front of me, but I, I remember pu uh, putting up a tweet because uh, basically um, T-Mobile is allegedly going to be fining people for using their own customers, right? Their own customers for using what they consider hate speech. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, they're trying to backtrack and say that, oh, we're just talking about people that are, you know, going to say that we're going to kill you. You're going to kill somebody or, you know, go kill yourself, that type of shit. But could you imagine and find and it's like hundreds of dollars, not just like, you know, like a little twenty five dollar, you know, tip jar mm -hmm. type thing. And. I think another company tried to do this. I forgot PayPal. what company. PayPal. Yes. Mm -hmm. PayPal. I was just going to liken it to that when you said it. So, and and PayPal, they, PayPal they, did find people and suspend them for hate speech. And then what happened with PayPal? And, um, they got a lot of backlash um, and had to drop it, but they did actually suspend accounts and cost people. Uh, it was usually businesses they were going after, but sometimes random customers and they did take the money right out of their accounts and they did cost them a, a lot. It was, it was a big problem. So, yeah, you know, when we get to that point and I'm glad that it came out because people just destroy T-Mobile mm -hmm. on, on X, on Twitter, on Facebook, all over the place. And it's just, um, it's scary that, you know, we have this, these, these abilities to communicate with each other. And, you know, yeah, I agree that it sucks to tell somebody to go kill themselves, but you know, what my, my, my problem is that, you know, we know what hate speech really is, right? Yep. Telling like me texting, texting April, April, you fucking suck. I hope you kill yourself. That's hate speech. But if that's an you know, opinion also, it's also an opinion. But an opinion but, like that's honestly you tell me you go you fucking suck i hope you kill yourself that's up to me to decide if i want to let that bother me and i can go but all right idea. i can either go okay what do i suck about or i can be like oh this guy's off his meds but now let, let's say let's say me and colin are going back and forth right and, I, and I'm, I'm just going to use this term just to you know to put a point across so just you know <laughs> take it with a grain of salt i'm like colin you're, you're such a fag you know <laughs> and all of a sudden i can't my, my, my phone gets locked. Yep. And and, and um, your bank account gets empty. Yeah. And it's like, what? Well, what just happened? So it's what they consider to be hate speech. This is see, this is the thing. Yeah. We 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 have to call these companies out, these large oh, yeah. companies out on, you know, because they're gonna want to push what they think is right for us. They're yes. gonna push what they think is right and wrong. And they will legislate. Not, that's not so, that's not right. Go ahead, April. 
if they can control, if anybody can control your language, they can control you because you can't possibly be oppressed if that word is not in your language. Right. Right. So I have a, I have a dictionary from the 1700s. I posted about this and because um, I'm in Facebook jail basically right now. Um, probably never saw really? it. Oh, always. Apparently I'm in Facebook jail because I put up a meme wishing everybody Merry Christmas and live your best life. And uh, it was a quote by Sir Anthony Hopkins that they said was fake news because it wasn't Sir Anthony Hopkins. So they put me back in fake news, Facebook jail. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like our independent fact checkers say that Sir Anthony Hopkins never said it. I'm like, well, maybe he did. How do you know? So you're going to do, okay, fuck you. Anyway. So this, this, this dictionary from seven, like 1759 written by a Harvard professor um, uses, uh, defines the word diatribe as somebody who goes on and on about something. And then I have another dictionary from the 1950s and somewhere between the 1750s and the 1950s and those 200 years, mm. they changed the connotation of diatribe to mean somebody who negatively goes on and on about something. So the language has always changed. Um, the word racism didn't actually even exist. It, it wasn't actually in either dictionary from the 50s or the 1700s. What they used in it before, they said, see bigot, see bigotry. So bigot and bigotry were defined as our original racism which basically means, um, you know, shunning or special attention based on someone's race. Where the ADL changed that definition this year, saying um, uh, shunning people of color based on your white privilege. Remember, we t we talked about that in an episode or three ago. So they they changed this. So now they have changed the definition of racism. Um, and now? if they. Hmm? Uh, you have to look it up. ADL. Um, ADL. Um, definition. New definition. Yeah. Hang on a second. Let me see if I find it. I'll look it up. I, I posted that as well. Okay, I'll, I'll look it up. You could say ADL. Okay. ADL. Okay, new so definition. The, the classic definition of racism, the traditional definition is racism is, is the belief that a particular race is superior or inferior than another, that a person's social and moral traits are predetermined by his or her inborn biological characteristics. So according to the ADL, which is the uh, American defamation, um, which is basically in charge of all of our media, they have changed it to racism can be defined as the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on a socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. What? So. Yep. Oh. So when oh, they okay. change, yeah, when they change the language, they control things, they control you. So by claiming that there's hate speech, they control. And the problem is there is no such thing as hate speech. It does not exist. There's only speech that we do not like. Now the deliver, the deliver can be hateful. So you called Colin a fag or tell me that I should kill myself. You're hateful. The words are just words. So for example, I can laugh about something with my friends. I can, I can, I can shove her and tell her 
oh, you're being ridiculous. She's like, ha you're, you're an idiot. Just go kill yourself. And we can have a laugh about it. I can say, oh, look, or, you know, in England, he's a good cunt. Or, right. hey, bitch, hey, bitch, what's up? You know, these are words that are deemed hateful, but we use them in affectionate wor- ways. Right. It's, yeah. It's like, like how many times do I call my, my good friends? You're an asshole. Yes. Yes, exactly. But now they have specifically targeted certain words and deem them as hateful when they were actually neutral. It depends on the way that you use them. It depends on the user. So context matters. So by allowing and not standing up for, by allowing this to happen and not standing up for this, we're going to dig ourselves a big, huge, big, huge grave. Do not allow this to happen. You have to push back on it. You have to. It's going to be a problem. We're not even going to be able to have an, a discussion. And if they decide they're going to fine you, go into your phone, go into your email. Um, if it, it, they can do it, and they'll take it straight out of your accounts. So you can't you can't allow this to happen. Well, my dear, we're we've we've gotten to that time. Is there one more thing maybe you wanted to bring up before we shut the show down for the week? Yes, something to think about, right? Oh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> um, I posted this earlier and I just want you to think about this. <laughs> Orgasms and kindness are our human right. Here's why. Why? None of us would be here if somebody had not had an orgasm and there wasn't kindness given to raise us and take care of us and protect us. <laughs> So orgasms and kindness are what got us to this point. So it is natural for us. And it's something that we are divinely entitled to. And supposed to pay forward. But not, but not everybody, not everybody experiences uh, an (laughs) orgasm, unfortunately. Well, they should remember moments turn into memories. So look up from your phone, these little moments can become big memories so if you have a good orgasm that's a good memory i tell you that that's brother. a good memory that is a moment to become a memory right there yes can you believe that some women go their entire lives without a true orgasm i i i, I can uh it's a it's a thing right. i i just i think that we are such an uptight puritanical society that a lot of dogmatic um a lot of dogma and religions have mentally screwed us have screwed women up they've actually shown that women who have gotten married uh-huh. have gone from being inorgasmic to orgasmic because mentally the woman felt safe and comfortable now yeah so for women i think a lot of times feeling safe is a way to get them to have an orgasm if they feel safe and comfortable sure have an orgasm it's not always just physical it's also it's so mental it's it's so mental. It's, it's a huge mental thing uh huge. when it comes big time. yeah, yeah big time. Big time. but if you guys are, are curious and if you want to um if maybe we could bring on a couple of people that have never experienced an orgasm i've reached out to several people that colin has dated and that they've <laughs> never reached that climax with him so we can mm-hmm. ask them and discuss how you know what a terrible time it is you know we're going to do a relationship show soon i've been researching i've got all kinds of stuff so that'll be coming up soon and boy it's going to be a doozy because there's so much good information i'm going to have for you guys not just relationships like romantic ones but relationships like friendships like your parents like 
how to get along with people and why they um, are the way they are. So it'll be like a psychological mind fuck uh, episode. So it'll be good. You'll learn. You'll learn things. Anyway, uh, you guys can find me if you're listening and you want to see <laughs> big wigs like give me petty, petty sex. If you're listening, you want to see us, uh, see me. You can go to Real April Hunter on Instagram. You can find me on Patreon, April Hunter. You can buy gold and silver through Wolfpack. Uh, and invest and keep your finances going through aprilhunter.gold and you can find me on Twitter that's April Hunter Ray Where ladies and gentlemen you can find me on all social media Instagram, TikTok uh, the, the X at Big Ray Hernandez you can also find me on uh, Facebook at Raymond Big Ray Hernandez and uh, if you're nice and if you're not a weirdo, I will accept you as my friend and we can Ooh. chat. So uh, thank you very much for joining us here this week. I apologize again for my uh, my snottiness, my lack of energy. I was going to say, you <laughs> punk. And uh, right now I've just gotten uh, taken off the air for calling April a punk. And uh, <laughs> that's it, man. Guys, don't forget. You see here in the bottle uh, at the bottom, April Hunter dot gold. So it's April Hunter dot gold and uh we'll see you guys next week again for a brand new a show and hopefully uh hopefully i'll feel a hell of a lot better next week because i'm yeah i hope you will you guys thanks for being here we love you we really appreciate you being here thank you and thanks to all of you who remembered me at christmas and sent gift cards sent gifts it means a lot it was nice to have something to open and find in my email so i appreciate it Thank, thank you. you guys. And also thank listen, you. if you guys want to reach out to the, to those poor women that slept with Colin and never received uh, an orgasm, I'll send you a list much like uh, the Epstein gimmick. All right, guys, God bless you. See you next week. Peace <laughs> out. Bye. I mean, there's so many women that he slept with that just never. Uh, he says one calls him Mufasa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like humping a stump. <laughs>